Global Product Innovators. Today, we learn from an author and head of PR firm that has worked with hundreds of hardware startups on best practices for getting free earned media for new physical consumer products. You're listening to the Product Startup Podcast, a show to learn from top leaders in product development, prototyping, manufacturing, product selling, and everything in between. Hosted by Kevin Macko, the leading expert on product development for physical product startups. Sponsored by PTC's two best-in-class 3D CAD product development software solutions, Onshape and Creo. And produced by Macko Design and Invent, the original firm providing world-class consumer product development services tailored specifically to startups, small manufacturers, and inventors. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I'm very excited to introduce Jackson Whiteman to the show. Jackson is the co-author of The Tech PR Playbook, a book that synthesizes 20 years of PR knowledge into a single resource. He is also the co-founder of Proper Propaganda, a public relations firm that primarily works with hardware startups and scale-ups. He is also an instructor at McGill University with an MBA, master's in poli-sci, and a BA. Today, Jackson is going to share some valuable knowledge for inventors, startups, and small manufacturers on what earned media is, specifically for hardware companies, why earned media and press is so valuable, and what are the best practices for getting free coverage from major hardware journalists and publications. Now, on to the episode. Hey, Jackson, welcome to the show. Pleasure to be here. We're very excited today to talk to you about PR, particularly around earned media. How do you get free media in all these great publications like we see TechCrunch and everything else where you can get information about your product to the market essentially for free? And that's a very interesting concept. And this is the whole concept around earned media that can be very powerful. I'm excited today to dive deep into all of that so the hardware startups in particular can learn how they can get free earned media and how they can use that to amplify their brand, whether it's their launch or the scaling of the brand or even things that happen in and around their brand as they're building up their hardware startup. But before we get into all that, give us a bit of a history of your 20 plus years in PR experience working with hundreds of hardware startups to where you are today. Yeah. So I've been working in PR for 20 plus years. Happy to say I haven't needed therapy yet, as sometimes felt like a long time, but it's actually been a wonderful career. And I have had the pleasure of running a firm, Proper Propaganda, since late 2011. Our main focus, as you've alluded to, is hardware startups and hardware scale-ups. We've had the pleasure of working with some very big multinationals as well. And I think the main thing we've seen over the years is that sometimes hardware startups have a slight misunderstanding about what earned media can and can't do. And in some instances, when things don't go well, it's just that they don't know a few very simple rules of the game. So the bottom line is earned media is amazing amazingly powerful for hardware startups and scale-ups. It's just one of these games that is a bit different. It's a very unique kind of marketing channel, I think quite different than paid media, quite different than search, quite different than some other things that your audience might engage in. And it's just important to kind of know the rules of the game. It's interesting you mentioned that there's just some really key simple tips. And when you've been in it long enough, you can see that clearly. But from a new emerging hardware startup, it's a confusing landscape. And it's hard to really understand how these things take place, let alone how to actually achieve those types of results. So before we get too much in depth, just describe what is earned media and how does it apply to a hardware startup? Absolutely. So earned media is part of the broader kind of topic of PR. And when we talk about earned media, we talk about editorial media coverage. So it is an article in the New York Times, a review in TechCrunch, that kind of stuff. You are not paying for it. It may not be thus wholly positive. It may not sound exactly like you would have written it yourself, but it is earned in the sense that it is unpaid editorial coverage. And as a result of that, 
tends to be very, very trusted by people. So Nielsen, who your listeners would probably know from TV ratings and things like that, Nielsen does an annual trust in advertising survey. And every year for 20 plus years, the, the results always come back saying that, you know, obviously recommendations from a friend are very, very trusted, but earned media, editorial media coverage is very, very trusted, a lot more trusted than say a banner ad or a 30 second spot on television. And I think when we talk about it, that's what we're talking about. And when we think about why it's powerful, it's powerful because it is perceived as trustworthy. That's incredible because it really tilts the odds, especially in favor of a hardware startup. And people, especially readers, understand that it's trustworthy because it's not like you're a big corporation that maybe even owns a media outlet. You are a small startup getting off the ground. So if a journalist in the space who is educated and knows the industry that you're in is essentially talking about, recommending, uh, is interested in your product, what more valuable of a resource than that to show to the world to say, look at this is a real sophisticated individual that believes in my product so much that they're publicly writing about it on their respective media channel. Right. You've hit the nail on the head. One of the interesting things about it, and I think some of the, some of the hardware startups in, that are listening will understand this, certainly some of the scale-ups will understand this if they've had coverage. If a guy like Brian Heater, who's the hardware editor at TechCrunch, if Brian Heater says your robot, your keyboard, your headphone is the greatest thing since sliced bread, everybody knows that Brian Heater is a very authoritative guy. He's been in the game a long time. So that quote where he says, this is a wonderful headphone, or this is God, God's gift to keyboards or whatever it is that he says, you can take that. You can put that on your Amazon sales page. You might deploy that on your Kickstarter page. If you're at the Kickstarter stage, you might put that quote into an investor deck. If you're doing the rounds in Silicon Valley, seeking money, trying to raise that C round or that A round. So one of the great things about earned media is that it tends to be evergreen and the quotes you get out of that CNET piece or that piece in The Verge or that piece in the New York Times, they live on and they're going to be with you for the life of your business. And there's a range of other kind of contexts, marketing and other, where they can really serve your business goals. We've even seen stuff. I mean, one of the reasons that we get hired sometimes by scale-ups, hardware scale-ups in particular, is they're looking to hire. Well, having good coverage to show that genius engineer who's going to come write flawless code for you, having good media data points he sees or she sees when they search on Google is very powerful. So there's a lot of context where earned media kind of does things for a business beyond the immediate publication date. That's amazing because there's so many different avenues beyond just sales. And something you mentioned there is basically repurposing your media. So if you can get this earned media, that's just the tip of the iceberg to what you can do with it. You can then repurpose that on a whole variety of different campaigns or uses to engage various different types of stakeholders, which I also find is very interesting about what you say, because it's not just customers. It's everything from your various stakeholders, investors, employees, potential partnership deals that you're working on, other media avenues that you're looking to get into, et cetera. Right. And this touches exactly, Kevin, on the idea, I think, of the power of brand equity. And you know, I know often hardware startups, when they're right out of the garage, when they're kind of going maybe to their first Kickstarter or Indiegogo campaign, they're thinking product. And that's rightly so. You need to have a viable product, a good product that's going to work, that the market is going to respond to. But once that is sort of settled, once you've kind of got that dialed in, it's very important to think about brand equity because brand equity touches everything. And I think we see 
Some early stage hardware startup founders understand this. Some do not. And that's fine. You know, I know a lot of people are coming from a product background and engineering background, and they may not necessarily think this way, but brand equity touches everything. And I think earned media is a very powerful way to build brand equity. When you think about the brands we all know and, and maybe love, the Apples, the Teslas, the Nikes, it's the brand. It's brand equity that's powerful. And I think media coverage earned media coverage via PR is a key cornerstone in the building of brand equity over time. It's very powerful and extremely helpful to a hardware startup because you're building a new brand. So what better way than to actually get that brand being talked about by reputable people in media outlets that are also reputable so that you can amplify that brand from really something that nobody's ever heard about before. That's how you can kind of get off the ground with this sort of thing. So understanding that there's all these different types of benefits to earn media, how do you actually go about getting it? This is a great question. And I think this is sometimes when PR programs don't go the way people wish they would have, there are a few kind of common mistakes. And so there are a few common things you can do to kind of make sure that your as a hardware founder, as a hardware startup or hardware scale up, you're doing the right things to kind of bolster the chances of success. The first thing is to understand that one, it is very competitive. If you want to get into an Ars Technica, if you want to get into an Engadget, a Venture Beat, an Inverse, understand that there were a lot of other hardware companies some of whom are the Samsungs and Sonys of the world, some of whom are scale-ups, some of whom are startups, that are trying to kind of generate coverage in those places. So the first thing is to kind of understand, hey, it's a competitive game. It's not like TechCrunch and Reporter X or Y at TechCrunch is going to cover every pitch he or she receives. Once you understand that, if you're competing for very limited airspace in some ways, you have to really think about your story from a differentiation perspective. So the first thing a tech reporter always asks for a, when presented with a hardware pitch is, how is this different than what has come before? So if you are building Me Too products, and I know that Me Too products can work well, they can sell very well on Amazon. We all know we've all probably bought Me Too products. Me Too products are not worth typically putting PR budget into. But if you have a differentiated product and you are trying to build a brand based on differentiation, you have to think very carefully about how you articulate the problem you solve, what the status quo solutions to that problem are, why there are problems with them, and then how you differentiate. And so that's the first thing is kind of focusing on differentiation. I think the second thing that hardware startups need to do is make sure they are targeting the right media. You don't want to pitch the automotive guy at Engadget with your video game. You want to make sure that you are going after reporters who cover the space you are in. And at most of these big tech outlets, there is somebody for each kind of division broad category of hardware. So there's somebody who's going to cover headphones, somebody who's going to cover keyboards. Make sure you find out who that is. Make sure you look at their coverage and pitch them. And then I think the third main thing that we need everybody to focus on if they're going to DIY their PR, if they're going to go out and get earned media, is articulating themselves in kind of a, a brief way. Media tend to be time crunched. There's a real need to kind of make your points, make your case for differentiation quickly and concisely. Those are the big three things. 
Wow, that's very powerful. And that's really three key things that if you can look at it in that order, that's essentially the foundation for structuring a smart PR campaign for earned media specifically. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think targeting is so important. Brevity is so important. There's a couple other things that I might add that sometimes we say hardware startup founders forget, particularly in the early stage when they're just kind of say post-crowdfunding or even just coming out of the garage. You need to have good assets. You need to have a product that is not going to get stage fright when it is demoed, say, for an outlet. You need, if you're sending samples to a reporter, you need to make sure that those samples work. You need to make sure that the instruction manual doesn't read like it was written by a five-year-old or something. So there are, I think, some other things if a reporter says, yes, I would like to see this, or yes, I want a sample, or yes, I'd like an interview, whatever they say, there's a few other things you need to look for to make sure are tight. And those, I would say, are assets around the product. And then making sure that prototypes and or samples are, are working well. And I know a lot of hardware founders, at, whether they're scale up or startup, have gone through and have tested things. It's very important, I think, and we always do this for our clients at Proper Propaganda. It's very important that people who are not you know, part of the core team test a product because the way I a non-techie human who was not, you know, in the garage with the founder uh, will test something and will kind of expect something to behave is often quite different than the way the sort of, you know, the chief engineer might. That's great on two fronts. First of all, in differentiation, you really want to focus on what's truly unique. And one of the problems with hardware startups is they're so focused on the details that they forget about the one or two key differentiators to their product. So they end up spending a lot of time and not being brief describing how it works and functions and the manufacturing behind it and what it took to get there and all these sorts of things where they missed the differentiating factors or that was just a side note, 12 bullet points down the page. So yeah. if as a founder, you both look at the key differentiators and then make sure that people who don't understand the product, A, understand those differentiators very quickly and very fast. B, can use your product quickly and efficiently via either your instruction manual or very clear instructions on how to actually use that prototype if that's where you're at or first units if you're a little bit further in the production process. All of that is key to understanding what they are going to see when they get this product for the first time. Because I think a big conception, this was also in the sales avenue as well. It's not just earned media, but sales too. You understand your product inherently and you expect that a buyer or a journalist within that space is going to instantly be able to figure it out. Well, they've got a thousand things on their plate. Even if they have the sophistication to understand specifically your product and your product market, they may not have the time. They may not have had the ability to spend the efforts on the specific things that you wanted them to really review. So it all comes down to that simplicity and clarity, both A, about what you're actually pitching to them as your differentiation, and B, showing them that that differentiator actually works, which is your actual product, your asset. You know, these are humans. That's an important thing to remember. Your point's a very good one, Kevin. The idea that we don't all have the same day every time. At least most of us don't. There are days when we are at our best. There are days when we are at our worst. And you need, when dealing with the media, to communicate in a way that is very stripped down and very easy for them to understand, but also to acknowledge and understand that these are humans. And maybe somebody's child had a meltdown that morning. Maybe somebody had a fight with their spouse. So the simpler you can make things, the easier you can make it for them to test what you want, to see what you want them to see, that's what you need to do. Try to eliminate serving them an all-you-can-eat buffet where they have a million things to try and digest and understand. Keep it simple, keep it straightforward, and you're going to win the day. 
Love it. I mean, that's great product development knowledge as well. The simpler you make the product, the more you can focus on those key differentiators, the less on all these other bells and whistles and add-ons and accessories, especially for a hardware startup. If it's your first product getting to market, simplicity is key. We talk about this a lot on the show on the product development side of things, but you can see as a hardware startup how the development, by keeping it simple in development, that applies all the way through to and including not just sales, but also PR and marketing and all these other things. We hear countless people on the show talking about simplicity. And as a hardware startup, that is your job to prevent feature creep and to focus on your winning pieces. And your winning pieces don't have to be massive. Numerous people talk a lot about 5% or 10% differentiation. You just have to prove how you are slightly better or more efficient or more useful, solve a little bit of a pain point that something else doesn't, whatever it might be that adds value to your product. Focus with laser precision on that. And in hardware in particular, make sure you do a really good job of execution because nobody will forgive quality. No, and that's the case on the intermediate side. So two points just in reference to what you said. Number one, we always say internally at the agency that feature bombs are the hardest product for to get press for because wow. a feature bomb, even if I can get press for it, which is another conversation and it's often hard to get press for feature bombs, even if I can get press for a feature bomb, it's never the press that the founder or the company wants because there's too much to pick from. So you often see a journalist reporting on Feature X when the founder would have said, hey, come on, get us press for Feature Y. It's very hard to do. I just think as simple as things can be made, that's what you want to do in the earned media channel for sure. Amazing. Now you've got a book coming out fairly soon, and it talks about a lot of these issues, particularly for the tech industry. Give us a bit of a highlight of what's coming out. I think it's on uh, March 23rd that it comes out. Yeah, March 23rd. The book is written with my agency co-partner, Boryanis Lepichevich. March 23rd on Amazon. The title is The Tech PR Playbook. Pretty simple title, pretty self-explanatory title. What we've done is we've taken 20 plus years in the business, each of us, and sort of said, okay, What is it that leaders tend to miss? Founders at hardware startups, founders at hardware scale-ups, where do they go wrong? What are the common misperceptions we've seen that lead to sometimes failures? And what are the common perceptions, correct perceptions that have led to successes? And we really tried to distill those. And so the book, I would say, focuses first and foremost on what is this thing for? What is earned media for? Because I think successful hardware startups, successful hardware scale-ups understand it is for a very limited set of business activities. And obviously that primarily revolves around brand equity, but there's only about five or six other things that earned media really delivers well for a business. And I would say those are recruitment Um, If one is soliciting investment, if one wants to boost employee morale, if one has SEO goals, or in some instances, if one wants to try and bolster direct sales, there are certain types of earned media that can sort of service each of those broad six business goals. So we really touch on that. We touch on kind of some of the pitfalls that we've seen people make and Often those pitfalls are not only around perception, but sometimes in how one approaches a reporter. As you've alluded to a few times in our conversation, reporters are very time-crunched people. So, you know, you got to keep it simple. You got to keep it straightforward. We lay some of that out. We lay out a range of kind of things if one is at that moment that many hardware scale-ups are where they're thinking about agency help. So we sort of have a chapter on here's how you'd screen an agency. Here are some questions to ask. Here are some red flags to look out for if an agency says X, Y, or Z. The book is peppered with, you know, a range of kind of useful 
tools, templates, all of that, that people can use, whether they're working with an agency or whether they're DIYing their PR. So March 23rd, Tech PR Playbook on Amazon. And yeah, hopefully it's useful for people. Amazing. I'll put all those links as well to Proper Propaganda, your agency for hardware tech firms, as well as putting the link to the book so that people can click there when it comes out uh, March 23rd or later in 2023 and pick up a copy and learn all of the insights from 20 plus years of both you and your co-founders experience with working on hardware products getting to market with earned media. Yeah. Sounds great. Thank you. Thanks so much for all your words of wisdom today. Really appreciate it. And we'll look forward to talking again soon. Amazing. Thank you, Kevin. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Product Startup Podcast. If you found some value in the show, please do us a huge favor and leave us a quick five-star review. If you have any questions, guest suggestions, or anything else, feel free to reach out to us anytime at our email, podcast at macodesign.com. That's podcast at makodesign.com. This show is hosted by Kevin Macko, North America's leading expert on product development for physical product startups. Huge thanks to our sponsors, PTC, and their two best-in-class 3D CAD product development software solutions, Onshape and Creo, and Macodesign. Design and Invent, the original firm providing world-class consumer product development services tailored specifically to startups, small manufacturers, and inventors. Thanks for joining and see you next time.